0: Just a reminder, our podcast deals with crimes that are often violent and graphic in nature, so listener discretion is advised. So when in doubt, leave the kids out. Now, please let us take you back in time.
1: So hey, old time crime gal fan listeners, this is Melissa here with my friend, Shannon, and it's been a while i think i know we had like two weeks before one episode we're working on that we're gonna get backlogged and get in a regular pattern because people are joining the facebook group
0: we're growing we know some people are
1: listening people are messaging us which we love giving us story ideas and everything is great yes but life happens that's our motto we're gonna stick with it and
0: Melissa informed me that on some of our podcasts, I'm a little quieter, so I'm trying to talk loud. I've never been accused of being quiet, but <laughs> there's always a first time. Well, there's
1: a placement of the one microphone that we have, so we need to grow to have two microphones. That's right. That's right. And we're actually a dedicated space where we don't have, I think the next one that's coming up, you'll hear my dog or you'll hear my kid and like life happens. That's right. And I'm not an editor. We are not professional people by any means. We have jobs. We have lives. This is just our hobby. So, it's not perfect. There's a lot of competition out there, but we do appreciate you listening we to do, us. We do, yes.
0: Just two average gals living so, life and
1: having fun. So, I, he- I hear my dog, apparently, like she's about to bark. So, she okay. may be in this episode as well. Um, but a listener did reach Her out. Her name and- is Layla. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Her um, a listener did reach out to us and gave us a story that they would like to hear. More on because they're in the area and it was been told to them through their mom. So we're gonna go back to um, how do you say Mo- mobile or mobile? Actually, I say mobile, mobile, Al- yes, mobile. mobile, Alabama, Alabama. Because yes. well, I that's know
0: that's my countryness. It's not <laughs> mobile, Alabama, but that's how I say it. Mobile.
1: So I've heard it all all different ways.
0: And if so. you're from there, please let us know. How
1: you may have more information because unfortunately. This particular case was very short, so this will be a short episode. I could not find a lot, and what I did find was much of the same, Um, but we do want to talk about it because someone wants it heard, so we're going to get her story out there. But So this is in Mobile. Mobile, Alabama in 1992. So you have this man, and his name is Samuel Ivory. And I could not find much on him, and I don't know what happened, but he was in a mental facility. Don't at, know. Don't know why. Or don't, don't know why. That. Don't know how. Don't, don't, don't know when. But I do know that in 1992, when this happened, he was recently released. Okay. So someone did not do their job. <laughs> he yeah. should have stayed where he was. Um, so on the afternoon, and most of this I actually read through the entire court document list. So, while I couldn't find a lot of substance, it was very legal, jargony, hundred different thousand ways to say the same thing. Um, so, on August fifteenth, 1992, around 1.30 in the afternoon, Samuel enters a Shell gas station in the downtown area, and he's got a travel bag with him, like a duffel bag. And inside the duffel bag, um, you know, he just looks like a drifter, a, a vagrant.
0: So s- I was gonna say, he was probably
1: homeless. Yeah, I mean he just got released from the mental yeah. facility and Lord, you know Lord knows what he was doing. He just drifted. Not that
0: everybody that comes out, but if he already had a bag and he was just on the street, yeah. that's probably where it's uh, When well, he
1: gave the vibe that that's what was was going on, he okay. was just kind of loitering around the area. So he's carrying that travel bag and the travel bag um he's got a hatchet, a knife and a hammer.
0: So he had You his- know, not
1: your typical stuff. So he had to have yes. been somewhere beforehand to get yes. the things um that's
0: not just hanging out at your you know
1: yeah i take that with me everywhere i go actually we probably should where we (laughs) live
0: hopefully that wasn't what
1: he had going into here's your belongings that you check out (laughs) that's what he checked into the facility with yes hopefully that's not the case oh yeah but so after being in the store he was in the store for about 30 minutes
0: Okay, we are this shell, in, the shell okay. station, in the
1: shell station. He was in the store for about 30 minutes. And you're
0: not supposed to be in a gas station for 30
1: minutes, I wouldn't think, unless you're Well, I mean, if I. Her. Okay, so it took me like 20 minutes this morning to decide what I wanted to eat from the gas station. But I don't think anybody's timing somebody, but that's a long but time to be in a small store and you're like walking around not doing anything. And it could be kind of like. I didn't eh. really
0: have the food and the. You know, it might have been True. a grill, but you know.
1: But so he'd been there for a while, and apparently he was waiting for it to empty out. So he waited for Should everyone to leave. And, or? and he waited for everyone to leave, and then um, the only person that was left was 27 year old Deborah Lewis. Um, she was a mother of two, okay. and she was working. But then he locks the doors from the inside because I guess they have that kind of the lock mm-hmm. where it doesn't you don't need the key to lock the door; you just turn a little handle. Right. And um, so he locks the doors, and then that's where, you know, stuff goes down. So he robs her, and he got, like, $302. So it was not, like, a massive robbery. This was not a bank. This was a convenience store in the 90s. And um, then he forces her onto the floor, bounds her with duct tape, puts her hands behind her back, covers her mouth and her eyes, and then decapitates her with a hatchet. That is terrible. It's horrible. And um, we know all that happened because he's on surveillance camera like so
0: they had video they had video
1: and by then they had video that was pretty yeah yeah
0: good
1: and so then he runs or he unlocks the door and leaves and that was premeditated obviously because he had the bag he had a bag with a hatchet in it he waited so that um a clerk like the it was all on surveillance tape so a clerk from the hardware store identified him as the one who bought the hatchet so he had to have money so he he went and bought the hatchet and then two witnesses ID'd him from the store, themselves, who were in the store, that happened to leave. And then a third witness saw him running away. And so he was um, with blood on his shirt, carrying the bag with the, with the weapons in it. And so he was actually noticed at a Winn-Dixie. Do you remember Winn-Dixie? I do remember
0: Winn-Dixie. We had a
1: Winn-Dixie around. Do they still exist somewhere? I don't think
0: so. I don't um, know. They could be somewhere.
1: We have, they, I vaguely remember it. I remember Winn-Dixie. Um, Man, we had a Hannaford, too back when We could afford Hanifers. groceries. You don't remember Hannaford? I do not remember him. Hannaford. was where, well, uh, no one cares about this because no one lives where we do, but where Hobby Lobby is now. Uh, okay. You don't remember no, I oh, wasn't L. here then. Oh, yeah. You're, you're okay. You live. I'm a newbie. You're
0: right. Fairly
1: new. But anyway, so Winn Dixie, remember those years. stores?
0: I mean, I guess you're not new after 18 years of living somewhere. No. So, yeah, I remember
1: Winn Dixie. Oh. anyway, the Winn Dixie employee security guard.
0: And what's his name you said?
1: Oh, Samuel Ivory. Okay.
0: So, Wendy C security guard?
1: Yep, I had to take a sip of my um, Diet Coke. Um, not a sponsor. No, the security employee saw him washing his shirt out that looked bloody. Okay. And then questioned his travel bag and its contents. Which, brave on him. Because yes. if I saw somebody washing a bloody shirt that had a hatchet in a bag, I don't think I'd be asking any oh, questions. No. But he asked about it, and Samuel said that he just kept those things for his protection.
0: Yes, I don't doubt it.
1: Uh, Yeah, and so the next day, like a sergeant just happened to saw him walking down the street, and when they went to prompt him to ask a question, he just ran. And if you just run, they're going to chase you. So they eventually um, pursued, and he was caught shortly after. So, And then 12 days after the crime happened, they were searching the area, and in an abandoned house, they find the bag with the murder weapon and the knife and the hammer um it was actually stashed in 1161 martin Luther King avenue with you know all the stuff and the fingerprints on the weapons were matched to him is. and then they have them on video it was yeah. pretty clear cut i would
0: think so clear cut uh, hopefully do we know
1: so his defense um he held the position of a special plea of not guilty by reason of mental disease or disorder. Yeah, that
0: was clearly planned out.
1: And so, in the end, he does, in fact, get sentenced to the death penalty and was spent time on death row. I could not find any more information. However, I did find a YouTube video of him talking to this imaginary audience, and apparently the um, snippets were he would heard voices, and, you know, God was telling him to do things. He was a okay. uh, paranoid schizophrenic. So that could have been part of the, the mental state. And um, they got someone to evaluate him, and he, he in his mind, believed what he was doing was the right thing, that people were telling them things. Mm-hmm. But, of course, we all know that was his version of a reality that just wasn't happening. But he, uh, he sounded a little bit, you know. And
0: so we have to keep our streets safe from someone like that because of, you
1: know. Oh, someone wasn't doing their job and decided to release him from said first middle... Yeah, institution who had him
0: and of course if they got him stabilized,
1: but that's the the, the hard, hard part about those some of those disorders and if you get stabilized and you feel okay and you feel fine you don't think you need medication then when you stop taking medication yes. then you, you have breaks and yes. then when you have the breaks they can be really 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 bad breaks yes
0: and if this is what happened but he the fact that he was able to Maintain composure. I mean, he went and bought
1: a hatchet, and he packed it in a bag, and then like he stayed
0: in the store. He knew to lock the door. It wasn't. I don't know. It was really well planned. He wasn't like makes you think he was lucid in that moment, and maybe stable, and that's. And was using
1: his past as a benefit to say, I, I don't know, and
0: maybe once he got where he went, but I, yeah we don't know it's sad for deborah lewis is her name deborah her name was
1: deborah I, lewis I, and in fact we were we, we were looking this case up there's a lot of deborah lewis's that have not very good endings
0: yes there are definitely a lot stories out there of, of different murder mysteries and yeah and this one though they do know who did it and so that thankful for that some of the other stories weren't
1: weren't solved yeah so this one we know and we just tried to find whether or not Samuel ivory, ivory is,
0: um you know, like Ivory Soap, except he was with the E-R, and it wasn't as fresh and clean. <laughs> <laughs> so, but yeah, we were trying to find if he had it been executed. Right. And I couldn't find yeah. it. We couldn't find it anywhere. So he must still be a mobile
1: prison somewhere. And I was saying if we didn't have, you know, this was our job and we had extra time, that's when we would call and we would ask questions and we would do records requests and we would figure it out. But because we are not professionals, yes, yes, (laughs) we just have kids and dogs and you know, we can't find that information for you. But if you're in Mobile, Alabama and you know the case and you know that it hasn't happened yet or you have more information that you want to share with us, you can always email us at oldtimecrimegals at gmail.com or hit us up on the facebook group
0: and if you know anybody with mental illness you know try to seek help for them because that's my background is working with people and
1: it's very real yes and and it's uh, even
0: more prevalent in this day and time so make sure you get help for them um, you know if you see somebody struggling because it's unfortunately it affects a lot of people so we want them to get the help they need before bad things happen so thank y'all for listening and- Well, there
1: is a youtube video clip of him speaking that he did some kind of interview with the radio station that, or, or tv station at the time but um it's really just you couldn't get anything out of it and it did sound like he was having some yes. some psychotic episodes and but he knew
0: he did what he did though yeah he, he did state that and he knew you know maybe he had messed up so it was kind of interesting to watch but um
1: thanks so much for reaching out yes. and we do have some more stories on tap so we'll keep them coming and you can like i said hit us up on the facebook group email us and just remember if you do the crime it's going to catch up with you in time and we'll talk about it have a good week